Hello and welcome to Galactic Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Radhanilia, and this show is October's Energy Forecast. We dive deep into the discussion about having faith in your future and how all of these transit, including a major Venus retrograde, which is all about love and everything beautiful, is getting a review this month. So you get a chance to take a real good look at things and decide what's really working for your highest and best good as we are called forth to step into our highest and best truth. That is true for every month, though... As we move forward on this path, we are asked each month, I, I feel, to leave something behind, an old old belief, an old thought, an old pattern, an old energy, something toxic, people, you know, um, jobs that are no longer serving. We are being called to be in alignment with our divine self so that we can be in a place where we are magnetizing our highest purpose, joy, alchemy, love, grace, ease, and abundance. I'm all about that. So if you are, stay tuned and enjoy. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm doing this live from downtown Asheville right now. So it's kind of a cool different experience to be outside and have so many people around. But how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm doing really, really well. The universe is so sly. I, um, I've been preparing for the show for, as you know, about a week now because the universe yeah. has been having us <laughs> schedule, which is fine. And I think it's because I had to literally walk the talk before I gave this podcast. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I can proudly say that I've done so. <laughs> um, oh. yeah, I'm excited. I'm so excited to be here and to get the chance to share with the audience and to finally really connect with you and talk about October. Oh, I'm so excited. I feel like there's so much energy in October. I feel like there's a lot of movement already. I just... It's like, um, it feels like there's a lot of things just already happening. I don't know how to describe it other than that. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it, feels, it feels like there's a lot of motion. I agree. I think Pluto, uh, as we know, stationed direct this past Sunday, September 30th, and the power planet did not disappoint. It's like, okay, shift happened. Hello, waking up, time to go. Um, yeah, it feels like. October feels serious. Like, let's let's do it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, for sure, I feel the shift as well. So, I feel like I feel it's sort of like this decision time. Like, you have to start making decisions. Yeah. And you have to, you have to sort of choose a, choose a path is like what just like intuitively comes to mind. Like, choose a path. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It just feels like make some decisions and move forward that's just intuitively what I'm picking up. And it's interesting because like driving, I've noticed people driving like totally erratic and on streets that were really um, slow. Usually there's no one there. All of a sudden, like there's like big trucks and big things coming. I'm like, Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) 
gosh. Yes. Uh, well, intuitively and astrologically, I 100% agree with your your vibe, what you're picking up on the energy. I I titled this month "Tending to Our Faith in the Future," and it's definitely inspired by the astrology that is basically saying everything you're saying. It's you know the main players, main components of the astrology this this month, this cycle are going to be the Venus stationing retrograde. Mm-hmm. Mars is coming out of his shadow period finally after this whole summer and fall that we've been working through all of those lessons we've got mm-hmm. we've got continued oppositions um to uranus who is retrograding and um squares to pluto so the fun there is no lack of fun and <laughs> in this astrology um it's it's a month of transformation and really i think like you said the image that i've been given is this fork in the road and it feels like we are being asked to get clear get really clear on what mm-hmm. and what what has depth and value because when we think of pluto we have to remember that it is the lord of the underworld it is the gold that lives in the depth of the mud so it's it's that deep richness that comes from what is lasting um mm-hmm. supported sextiles happening from planets over to Saturn this month. So that tells us that, yes, if you can make clear decisions on things that have solid foundations in them, things that have Mm -hmm. proven stability over time, and also Mm -hmm. look, they also have um, stability for a future foundation. Um, Mm -hmm. Then then making those, those calls, making those tough calls, it's, I think what I'm seeing even in my own life is, I say yes to this path, which means there's going to be things that come in that are opportunities, quote unquote, but are they aligned to that path? Can you say a sacred no in order Mm -hmm. to really stay true to what you say yes is? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's where the Venus retrograde is going to help us out a lot. What I'm seeing Venus retrograde is, is really getting clear on what gets in our way of feeling worthy and excited and optimistic and in faith for what we want to do, like what we want to create and the relationship we're in and the love we're creating, the, um, the projects we're creating, mm-hmm. everything that we are just so passionate about. Um, we are going to see where maybe some stories some limiting beliefs around the heart, some barriers to receiving, we're definitely going to get the opportunity to look at that. And that's always the gift of the retrograde. It's always the gift of the astrological Mm -hmm. um, slowdown is to really get get deep. Again, like that Pluto essence, get deep and get clear and really to get even further forward, you know? Exactly. So, um, so yeah, I, the main thing is that Venus retrograde and also with that, it's Mm -hmm. no surprise or coincidence that both lunar cycles, the Libra new moon and the Taurus full moon that are happening in October are both mm-hmm. ruled by the goddess Venus while she's in retrograde. So this theme is not going anywhere. The theme of what we love, what we wish to create, what yes. we passionately desire to to do and to bring to attract to us. I mean, 
talk about um, Venus is the planet of what we attract to us. It's the um, it's the things that bring pleasure and joy. And with all of this Pluto square and Uranus opposition, it's like okay, yes, but is it gonna last? Is it like long term satisfaction? Is it your real, true, deep, raw desire, or is it just um, something to feel pretty in the moment? And also, mm. um, I think Uranus oppositions, they're really, that's really calling us forward in the sense of like, is it elevated? Is it in line with the collective um, awakening? Like, is it is it for your higher self? Or is it just for that instant gratification of me first, me first? Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so what are we saying yes to? And then how are we gonna show up to that? That is our work is, say yes and then prove it you know put show up fully yeah. <laughs> or, or don't show or don't show up or yes. say no say yes or say no but don't but be decisive that's just the feeling i get about this month even starting a couple yeah a couple days ago um at the end of last month it's like there there are options there are options coming up there are opportunities mm. um and and like really sitting with like not bright, shiny object syndrome with what, what's <laughs> going to look good for me or, you know, but what's yeah. really good, good for my soul. And I'm just like that. Those are the questions I think, you know, we need to be asking ourselves, like, what is this really going to be benefiting my soul? Because everything, everything at this point and moving forward, it's about heart and soul yes. to me. And it's not about like in our minds, like I've done so many things where I thought looked, you know, quote unquote good. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like the things that really had a positive shift for me and for others are when I invested in those, um, in my heart and in my soul, like those were the biggest payoffs because the bright shiny objects, you know, syndrome where it could be like in a relationship, it could be in work. It could be like the job with a good title. Right. Or it could be like, the relationship that quote unquote looks the best on you, like, oh, like we would be such a couple goals, you know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and instead of like what who's really who's really filling your soul or what work is really filling your soul or yeah. you know, like where does your soul wanna go from here? Does it wanna expand? And expansion's not always easy. So you might not always take the easiest road, you know? Oh, exactly. And I think, and I think what the opportunity this month is to say what we can say all of that but what gets what gets in the way of us following through on that and that's mm -hmm. where i think the consciousness and the work is going to come in as our co-creative i mean it's all co-creative so it's like how do we co-creatively work with this in the most beneficial way for both us and the the universe and mm. i think it's it's listening it's deep listening it's a, it's a plutonic listening to life as a mirror and really looking at okay i said this i set this intention i made this decision and then what comes up that triggers my my indecision my sudden conclusion mm -hmm. my you know whether it's in a relationship that we've committed to but then what about what kind of hidden expectations do we have that show up when somebody doesn't do something that we had, you know, unconsciously expected them to do? What what comes up when, um, you know, so, there's something just I think in general, it's like really getting clear with ourselves and and really inviting this opportunity to see life as a mirror, because mm -hmm. whatever we attract to us 
it is attracted to us because we are in resonance with it. And if it's mm. not on a conscious level, that's when it feels like life is happening to us or coming mm-hmm. at us. And, mm-hmm. and there's this yeah. personal responsibility, this personal empowerment that is just begging for us to take it that says mm-hmm. that really just invites us. It says, own it, say, okay, own I'm it, baby. And what do I need to change so that on the inside, mm-hmm. so that I stop calling this in? And I love what you said too about the investment. I think there is so much about energetic investment showing up already. It's only October 3rd and it's <laughs> showing itself. It's like, we have to be able to rise above the illusion of this, the only, the only exchange being money or, um, like you said, oh my instant gratification right now, right now. Like, I just want that love right now. I just want that, that yes. approval. I just want that one paycheck. It's like, but does your soul benefit from that? Like, is it, yeah. is it nourishing to the future that you are truly desiring? And yeah. can you yeah. let, can you let this, like this small identity that doesn't fit the truth, can you let it die in this really beautiful honoring way that says I am saying goodbye to something so that I can really truly own what I'm so ready to say yes to I think we're so ready (laughs) we're so I know I'm so ready and I feel like yes 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 what we don't understand and I and I grasp this on such a level because really with energy and then also um I grew up in a in a town called Ashton Oregon and they had a barter directory like literally it was a barter directory of high professional high professionals like dentists and doctors and my mom had a gallery and we were part of the directory and like I I got like all my belly dance classes I was you know trained and um I got that all through this barter barter directory system and and it's like with energy like yes we want to know like are our emotional investments paying off too like where we are putting time and energy and I and I feel like people don't value that as much like if, if I think that's why people who are highly sensitive and give so much to a relationship and it doesn't matter how long it was, you know, if it was a couple of months or a couple of years, some people are in a relationship for 10 years and they don't give anything. They're just totally dead inside. And some people in three or two months give everything yeah. and people don't understand like, why are you so upset? And it's like, because you invested so much because like you invested and that, that has value and you don't under. And it's like, you're, you're not valuing like what you're putting out. You know what I mean? So I feel like with, as far as like that, I think people need to like reassess values and really understand like what it is that they, that they do value. Do they, do they value like time and energy? Are they valuing like appreciating, appreciating people like freaking start appreciating time and energy. Like, you know, I think I I really wanted to say that, you know, because I want to, know like it, it matters i you for coming on here it's had to be like okay the wi-fi is not working we're gonna go find a new place like yeah. you know what i mean like we made it into an adventure but we really effort and and i appreciate you for up are you and i value your brilliance and your your understanding of astrology and your wisdom that goes with it like it's important to value people yeah really important. i think also um to reclaim this this passionate hunger to really like yeah like I want this you know and I think 
we're taught so much to repress those desires or that they're bad because they're they can drive you to do things that could harm others and it's like well i think we're at a different place in life right now i think we have enough consciousness to own and really appreciate like you say like value what you care about enough that you will drive to a coffee shop or that you will reschedule again and again and again because it's like i'm i have faith in this and i and I care and I, and I value it. I think, yeah, I love that you brought that up. And thank you, by the way, I received that 100% and it feels really great to feel valued. And I, I know that I'm valued. That's why I love showing up to these podcasts because it's so fun. You know, it's such a natural mm-hmm. statistic flow. And um, yeah, I really feel like October is just admit what you want and go for it and don't hold back and don't harm others you know it's not me versus you i think that's where the uranus opposition can come in is that it's not just about power it's not just about getting what you want it's not just about making it happen there has to be this integration this like meeting in the middle of respect for both the universe and the way things flow and the fact that we cannot control outcomes and there has to be this surrender, which I think is actually just the action of respecting life and the faith mm-hmm. of it. Um, mm-hmm. And just, just getting like this balance of action and also doing the inner work to make sure that we're open to receiving and doing the inner work to make sure that we're we have it clear channels of, of like you said, speaking and showing and mirroring that valuing and that appreciation for everything we're pouring ourselves into and that pours back into us. Mm, um, yes, like, yes, yes. Yeah, we get, we kind of like get what we merit, right? Um, mm-hmm, and it's like, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, I, I teach yoga, I, you know, I do coaching, I do astrology coaching and readings and I show up to those with so much unconditional love and compassion. And I'm I'm like, that should be true for everywhere I go. That should be mm-hmm. part of who I am, not because of that thing I'm doing. And I think that's another thing about October is this impeccability and integrity to really show up in your life. And if there's things mm-hmm. that drain you, if there's things that, you know, trigger you to to set you off like that's a clue that's a clue mm-hmm. like, okay, like what gets in my way of, of showing up here where mm. what comes up for me and and I think that's where we look within and I really think this month the superpower is self-love <laughs> and and with that it's like honoring yourself enough to do what you said really follow what your soul's hungry for and, and put that faith protect <laughs> your faith in the future in yourself Oh, just like so beautiful. I'm like, (laughs) I'm all sentimental. I'm like, yes, it's so true though. Like you have to invest in yourself, whether it be just, you know, really taking the time. It doesn't even have to be like about money. Again, once again, it can be about taking time to, to really, really think things through. It can be taking time to meditate. It can be doing yoga. It can be breathing. It can be going to this park and it could be journaling or it could be reading. It's about figuring out what's really aligned for you, you know, and being honest. Come on, guys. Let's be honest about what we want in life. Like, no more of this beating around the bush about what we want. I think 
you know, we realize life, life goes by in a heartbeat. Why are, why are we not doing what we're truly meant to do, you know? And, and so really what truly brings us joy. I mean, and joy. Yes. I, yeah. Last night I was reflecting and I was like, you know, this year has given such a gift of there are so many things a year ago that I would have said yes to. And I would have thought I was excited about it. You know, like on mm-hmm. some level I would have been like, yeah, I would love to do that. But I was not being 100% honest. And this year has just been like called out so hard. Like, what Mm -hmm. is your truth? Like, what is your truth? What do you actually want to do? And it's just, it's forcing us to align, which is great. I mean, thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I'm realizing now that it's becoming less and less that I don't, I just, I don't have leakages in my life. I don't have, you know, semi good relationships or semi good working opportunities like everything I'm doing is just so I'm so passionate about mm-hmm. that mm. oh my god what a gift to be able to have that clarity and act on it and live it out and to be supported by the universe I think have faith like this is this is being set up in this for this reason so participate with uh, it. welcome it in uh, let shit welcome change, you know <laughs> I'm loving this because yes, yes to what you're saying. No more energy leakages. And I'm so with you because I feel like um, I've, I've, I've also closed a lot of the energy leakages. Like, yes, I, I would have said yes to a lot of things. I've said yes to a lot of different projects, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm now I'm like, I'd rather just um, sit on it and like think about it or say, you know what? No, not right now. Because I'm really honing in the energy. You want to hone in the energy. It's like, chi you know it's you're pulling in the energy if you leak it out and say yes to things you don't really feel good about or that aren't really fulfilling part of your soul or don't spark a certain joy you're just doing it to add another credit or or um whatever you know i mean that that doesn't that doesn't really pan out in the end like really truly i think we're just it's kind of like you know when they used to go for gold and they used to go and take the gold mon and uh, you know and they would like take the take the little strainer and then they would like shake it out shake it out shake it out they throw out the rocks and shake it out and then like they do it so many times so many times it took like so much patience to find that one nugget of gold and when you find it freaking grab it hold on to it like that's yours you know what I'm saying yes that's yours and definitely the component of cherishing it when you have it that's another thing is back to like the whole valuing thing I really just want to make sure that we touch on that it's like it's I think that we're also learning to value what we have and the people that we have and we're we're seeing Mm -hmm. where maybe these like learned behaviors of expectation of needing to be the same, needing to always feel the same, think the same, believe the mm-hmm. same, um, needing to love the same in order to love back. And this mm. idea of like really loving ourselves because it's always a reflection. If we're judging others, if we're harsh on others, it's because we're judging ourselves and harsh on ourselves. And so mm-hmm. we do it from the inside out. We have, when we have more space for ourselves to be true to what we want and to be honest mm-hmm. about what we need and to communicate that, mm-hmm. we give more space for everyone else as well. And I think mm-hmm. we're elevating relationships, the, the unhealthy dynamics of being either codependently enmeshed or having this all or nothing mentality. I think that's another collective awakening that's happening. And Venus retrograde is definitely not going to not drive that point home. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. I, let, let's talk about that because I think that's really important theme and I and I've seen that come up in my life and I think um a lot of times I feel like the things pop up that are meant to be highlighted or for me to talk about when they happen I'm like oh okay <laughs> but like you said the all or nothing like how can we be more integrated I think is a question and um what would you say about the all or nothing thing like around love and relationships especially since we're going into Venus and in retrograde or you know yeah just yeah. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, well, I before I did this reading, I pulled the lover's card. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, what I loved in one portion of it is it had, it said love, and then it defined it as a mirror dance. And mm-hmm. what I've been watching happen is this elevation above the duality into this understanding that we take turns. And mm-hmm. we, we have got to be committed to... Sh- like love, love is, is not always perfect and pretty. And it's like, our, if we're willing to do the work for ourselves, then we're mm-hmm. going to make space while somebody else does the work for themselves. So mm. in a relationship, if there is conflict, if there is disagreement, then that is not a call to work on the relationship. In my opinion, the elevated awakening that's happening, like the collective shift is to take the moment to just acknowledge, okay, something's happened and either one of us is triggered or we're both mm-hmm. triggered. And mm-hmm. at this point, we aren't neutral in a way that's going to be able to have a healthy, you know, synergistic conversation, communication solution. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. giving yourself space to do the work and each other and to just hold space, you know? Like I know mm-hmm. um, what comes up for me is this is this discomfort because it's like those fears of, abandonment or the mm-hmm. of um, rejection or something to take my space. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who needs space. And it's like, those are being healed each and every time that we don't let those fears drive our actions. And instead we show up to our faith that if I hold space, they'll still be here. Or mm-hmm. I communicate my fear, they'll still witness me and love me. It's like the only way to know if that's going to happen. The only way to heal that fear is to, act on it you know mm. to, just to try something different and I think mm. mm-hmm. giving people permission to be human and make mistakes mm-hmm. and it's not about being perfect it's about no we taking responsibility personal responsibility and how are we showing up both separately and together and just making it a mutual dance of like when you aren't able to I'll mirror the love for you and when I'm not Aww. like that's yeah that's so, so beautiful. And as you said that, I'm not kidding you, about 100 people just came out of this door. <laughs> and they're all laughing. and like happy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, where did you guys come from? Like 100 people. <laughs> this place is... <laughs> they agree. They're, they're reaffirming this. So let's just give it a real life example. So it'd be like, if someone's going through something and they need to take a break, they would say like, Hey, you know what? I'm going, I feel like I'm really triggered. I'm really hurting right now. I just, I feel like I need to just take, take a step back or Um, something like that. I can. Yeah. I mean, I know that my partner in crime will not be mad (laughs) for me sharing, but Mm -hmm. um, like for us personally, what, what we've been practicing consciously, like committing to practicing is, Like, for instance, there was one night where I was just taking kind of everything personally and I thought, you know, something I could just tell I was triggered. And and so Mm -hmm. rather than 
pulling away, which is what I usually do, pull away, isolate, mm-hmm. just be like, deal with it myself. Um, in order to like stay vulnerable and intimate, I, I communicate, hey, like this is what's coming up for me. And I, I don't know if it's true. I know that it could not be true, but this story is present. And could you, could you tell me what's going on? And in that moment, he'll return to me and tell me, you know, what the truth is, which is usually mm. not what I'm triggered by. And in that moment, that's when I have to ask myself, okay, like he's explaining himself, but it's not doing anything. Like emotionally, mm-hmm. I'm too, too in it. So then at that point, mm-hmm. when the person who's neutral, the person who's not triggered, we mm-hmm. need to be able to say out of respect for each other, because once you're not in it, you're fine. But yeah. <laughs> just saying when to the other it, person, I, I love you, but right now, we can't talk about this. And then literally stopping, like stop the participation. It's okay if the other person has an emotional reaction. It's okay Mm -hmm. if their trigger goes bigger. You let them live that out and you hold space. As long as nobody's harming anybody, you just, you want to make sure that after it's said and done, there's communication around, you know, then I come back and I say, okay, thank you, first of all. And second of all, I was able to see so clearly what came up for me. And mm-hmm. it's actually a fear because things have been going so great that I think I was just scared that like it could mm. be And oh, I love yeah. that. I love that. Love, love, honesty. Yeah. But that, but can I just interrupt you and say like that takes a seriously mature guy to be like, <laughs> let me let me reflect that back to you instead of being like, this is too much, right? Like, yeah. And a lot of a lot of men have that like primal reaction, like you know what, this is just too much. I can't handle this, like you know and they'll just shut down and shut you out and and it's like I think and then you feel even more unsafe like yeah that's I think I think you know I really want to invite men who are listening to to really participate and to and like when things arise like please don't just shut down and if you need to say like I need some time Mm-hmm. You know, and I want to check in on you because when you do that, you leave the feminine feeling very abandoned and yeah. wounded. And it's really cruel, actually. It's a very cruel learned behavior. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's unnecessary. Yeah. And I, I think that I don't think it's intentionally wounding. I think it's just unconsciously reinforcing what drove the trigger in the first place for women, at least for me. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing I want to say, too, is I, I'm so proud of my partner for showing up the way he has been. I want to say it hasn't been super easy for him. I mean, it hasn't been like this process that him and I have been doing that's just like, oh, my God, we're so perfect and conscious and it's fine. It's like it's been a learning process. But that's, <laughs> where, that's where the appreciation and value for somebody is is coming in because it's like it's not all or nothing. It's not um you know like oh this is this is too much or this isn't gonna work because this got hard Mm -hmm. it's like no like let's keep adapting and adjusting let's keep the communication open and Mm -hmm. and also I want to say for women what I have to do to hold space what I'm noticing for for me is like when he gets mad Mm -hmm. I notice as a feminine I I want to just be like oh hell no and like when I see, mm-hmm. see the, the anger and the men triggered and I don't and I don't see a cause or condition and I know that it's being projected towards me, even though it has nothing to do with me. Like mm-hmm. I, I unconsciously can be like, oh, fuck you. And like, <laughs> walk away. and that's and so I think there's like this this um, mutual like that's where I think it's we take turns. You know, it's like for mm-hmm. women, we have to be able to witness that 
there are also things for men that they're working out as well. And if they're, willing, mm-hmm. if they're willing to own that and they're willing to do the work, then we have to be willing to see it for what it is. It's a trigger. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. And to just do what we need to do in order to hold space. So just lovingly say, like, I love you. Like, whatever, you know, don't, you're not allowed to, like, continue yelling at me. I'm going to take space until mm-hmm. you are ready to talk. So like creating boundaries, creating sacred boundaries and also using communication as a tool to say like, this, this is, I'm putting a boundary up right now, or I'm feeling attacked or, um, I need to retreat or whatever. I'm feeling too vulnerable or I, I, let's, let's have this conversation in a day or two, or let's have a conversation in a couple hours instead of just like dropping the ball. Yeah. And like, I think so many couples, you know, that come together and it's like so incredible. And all of a sudden it's just over because they, because one of the couples is just like dropping the ball. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. talk to you. I'm not going to communicate. And then it's like, hard. Once... it's vulnerable and that gets hard. <laughs> yeah. But, but then it's like, how do you pick it up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or do you pick it up or do you just give up? Is that how you do life and how you do love is how you do life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then that is, that's the energy for October. It's like, it's like, how much do you want it? And how do you show up to it? The second it gets mm-hmm. hard, the second there's like room for doubt or it gets messy. It's like the second mm-hmm. there's a storm in the sky, do you just like forget that there was ever a sun? You know, like it's like how much mm-hmm. do you believe in the life of something? And how are you showing up in, in terms of your your faith in the life of whatever it is that you're committing to so whether it's the life of a relationship the life of a project the life of a career whatever it is you have got to have faith and project that faith into the future and respond to what's happening now in terms of how it will serve the future life of that living breathing thing whatever it is Oh my gosh I love that I love a I love really bring, breathing life into that vision of the future and it's important we we must be visionaries and I'm always asking people to be visionaries you know like (laughs) what what is in your vision what are you seeing you know um, I think it's important when I work with my clients I'm always asking them what's in their vision and sometimes we have to sometimes we need someone to hold a space for us to have that vision sometimes we can do it ourselves with journaling or just sitting in a bath and imagining what it is, what kind of relationships, what kind of career, what, what, how do we want to feel? And I think the old belief that, that like money is everything and that like money and power and status is everything. I don't, I don't think that's jiving as, you know, it's, we realize like there are the richest people in the world and they're so freaking miserable and they're such assholes Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're not, they're not really, they're not elevated on the inside. They may have it quote unquote all, but what's going on in their inner world? They're pissed and angry a lot of times, you know what I mean? (laughs) And like, I'm not saying that about everyone because I have a lot of friends that are supremely wealthy, you know, but I'm just saying like, it's about, it's about the person too, you know? And, and I think our value system, like we were taught that this was one value, but mm-hmm. can we, can we choose for ourselves what's value, valuable to us? And I think that's a question that I've been asking for a very, you know, for a while since I moved, like what's a value to me? Yeah. Because wherever that value is, I'm going to put a hundred percent. If it's in a relationship, I'm going to put a hundred percent. If it's career, it's a hundred percent, you know? Exactly. And, um, also just getting clear on like, 
there it is again. Like, it's not all or nothing. It's not black and white. It's not be rich or be happy. It's like, mm-hmm. you can be rich and happy and get really clear with the parts yes. that question that. And, like, look into what shows up. I mean, Venus is the ruler of our values, our worth, our what brings us joy, what brings us pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the archetype of the heart and the goddess and the relationships and what we attract to us. And so if you're saying you want to be happy, but it's like constantly leaving you in this poor state, like energetically that's telling you something. Like there might be a story there that says, I either am rich or I am happy. And like mm-hmm. that, that is patriarchy. That is learned. And that is, that's false. Like we don't, yes. we don't just settle. We don't have to be either or we don't have to be all or nothing, whether projecting that no. to a person or to a belief about, you know, being successful and happy. It's just for sure. I think not valuing one or the other. Yeah. Valuing both like and not feeling bad about saying that. I mean, my God, the spiritual community and like, I can just feel it sometimes. It's like, oh, don't, don't say you want to be rich out loud. Oh, ah. it's like, yeah. I mean, listen, that, that, that is ridiculous. And I think I, I always, I'm a, I'm an advocate of spiritual entrepreneurs being wealthy because I think they do great things and they have, and when you can do that, you can build retreat centers, you can create um, you know, events, you can create movements. It does take financing, you know, it's not, it's not like you can just magically, you know, change the world without financing. You also need financing. So it, it, so I am an advocate of that. Yeah. But I all, on the flip side of that, I, I used to work in Hollywood Hills and I used to work with a lot of really powerful, wealthy people as well. And, and they had only focused on one side, but not on the other side. So I was, helping them balance it all out so it it is a balance it's not one or the other I am 100% about being in your power 100% about being abundant because when you're abundant you can do awesome kick-ass things and you deserve to do them everyone deserves to travel everyone deserves to you know do things for fun that are life experiences like this is our life we gotta enjoy it we have to live it while we're here and not just wait for someday because someday is right this minute. Exactly. You know? Well, and also I want to say that like what came to me when you were saying all that about supporting spiritual entrepreneurs is like collectively we're obviously watching everything that's corrupt in financial government. It, it's like collectively becoming a purge. Like it's just so gross to watch and so hard to watch. And if that doesn't wake you up to see how much money does have power and we can shift the power by like investing our energy, our time, our money. What are we giving it all to? And mm-hmm. as workers, as people who are following their joy, we especially need to be the people who are like working on healing and reframing and getting clear on anything that's getting in our way of being able to receive that, those resources. Because to exactly what you said, that's where change happens is when the people who are in power are the people who are wanting the good for all. And mm-hmm. those people need to feel good about wanting their power. So it's like giving the power back yes. to the light. And all those, all these lights, all of us, we need to start, we need to start feeling really good about it because otherwise we're just holding up all these invisible barriers to receive it. I mean, the universe, I agree, us, but that's where the work comes in. That's the healing. Yes. That's the, that's the inner shadow work that Venus retrograde is like, 
yes, let's do it. And like say yes to doing that work right now. If you don't have a coach, I like highly invest in, you know, maybe looking into working with one or mm-hmm. getting maybe a, a, you know, getting a recommendation for a good book. If there's like a certain topic, I know, yes. you know I've got like a library of selections that I can always offer to people. Um, but yeah. Oh, I that's just, incredible. We're, um, we're definitely, we're, we're shifting. The shift is here. And I just, I think it's like, say yes and be okay with saying no to where you need. Oh my gosh. I just, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Say yes. Say yes to what you believe in. Say yes to what you love. Say yes to life and say yes to yourself and say yes to being an abundant spiritual entrepreneur. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. We will do another podcast on that. (laughs) And it's it's time to break. I know it's a juicy one. Um, but I think, I think that's so great. And I think we'll end it here at this, at this say yes portion, because that's a lot to think about. So, you know, to our listeners, we invite you, I invite you, you know, to take time to journal. Maybe after listening to this, you might want to jot down a few notes or think about some things that you're saying yes to. And as you make your list of yes, it's really important to you. Who's really, it's really important to you. Make a list of what you're letting go of. So You have to also be willing to let go. You cannot be a hoarder and hold it all. Like you have to make room for what you want in your life. You have to say no. And it does take a little bit of sacrifice as well as not just sacrifice, also, you know, pleasure and joy and fun and faith, you know, all of that. But, you know, it, you, sometimes you have to give something up and I've done that whenever I've gotten something really big, I had to give something up to show like myself I'm growing there's something about the law of nature where you have to, I had to make more room. I couldn't uphold the old system, right? The old ways, mm-hmm. the old pillars that were holding me because they were not in a total alignment. And in order to get what I wanted to the next level, I had to let those go. And those could have been beliefs I had been caring for my mother and father or, you know, as a torch bearer for them mm. out of vows, oath and commitments or obligations, And I had to say, you know what? It's time for me to let that go. I can't believe this anymore if I want this. And, and it, and it is a sacrifice because it's like I, in order to, to move forward, I had to let go of those things I thought I cherished as true beliefs I was holding on to. Yeah. So it's, it's 100%. I, I'm so stoked. I think this, I mean, this podcast is like getting me so psyched. I'm like, what can I get rid of this? Um, but overall, just everything we're saying, it's, it's so aligned to the astrology. Like I said, just the Pluto, like honor the Pluto, the surrender for something much greater honor, honor the, um, this Uranus opposition to really awaken and integrate on for your higher self, for your highest good, and trust that what is in the highest good for you is always in the highest good for everybody. Um, I'm, I'm also oh, true. It's going to be a one hell of a month, and I think that, yeah, I think we're ready. I know we're ready. Uh, uh, we're ready, and guys, it's not a matter of we're ready. We're already here. Yeah. So John, I say jump in with both feet. <laughs> yes, I, love, I read something today. It said... Um, we don't jump for the landing. We jump for the airtime. Exactly. <laughs> so perfect. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on. I so love and appreciate you. I honor you. And, um, you know, we're going to have another conversation about the Venus retrograde, guys. So stay tuned for our next podcast. In the meantime, have a great evening and so much love. Yes, thank you. So much love. Bye. Bye. <laughs>